0: Hey mama, before we dive into the podcast, I want you to know that my final workshop for the year, the Less Stressed Holiday Workshop, is coming up on October 29th. Now this workshop is for the mom who's ready to toss the holiday have-tos and to-do lists and actually create a holiday that you want, a holiday that you want to enjoy and not wish for a vacation after the holidays. So, I want you to head on over to oliveandbliss.ca forward slash holiday for all the details and to save your seat. You're listening to the Thriving Mom podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach, Aime Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready mama? Let's journey together. Hello thriving moms, welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I'm so excited to be recording this podcast today because I'm just excited. (laughs) I got up this morning, I've been having a really tight Um, tightness in my thigh and then I just decided to do some stretching and workout, and I feel energized and I'm like why not let's just crack open the mic and get to recording. I'm also currently packing up for my trip to the U.S. next week. It'll be my first solo trip to the U.S. and I am a little bit nervous especially after two years of not leaving Canada and not being around a lot of people internationally. I have been flying within Canada but not outside so I'm just like Not sure what to expect and naturally I tend to (laughs) over-prepare so I'm trying to remind myself that it's okay and everything's gonna work out. I don't need to bring a whole box of masks and gloves and all these things so anyway it's just very interesting watching myself prepare and I'm also just planning because when I come back the last couple of weeks in October are gonna be my busiest weeks for school. So trying to get everything ready and so I can enjoy my life and just be in what's going on. Here's a quote for you. Self-love is a sincere acceptance of the past, an agreement to make the most of the present, and a willingness to allow the best to occur in the future. This is a quote by young Pueblo. And it ties in so well with our podcast episode, which is all about cultivating your enoughness. And why are we even talking about this? I'll tell you. Because as women, this is something that we're not taught. And your ability to see yourself as worthy and enough determines how far you go and how much you achieve in the life that you want. So if we want to be women who are having big impacts, who are changing our generations, who are breaking generational patterns, we got to get skilled at cultivating our enoughness. Before we get in, I just want you to think back to the first moment that you felt like you were not enough. What was the dominant feeling for you? What did you learn about yourself? For me, I grew up thinking that I had to earn love through performance. I was that child. I did all the sports except soccer because I didn't want to have tight muscles in my legs. I didn't want my legs to look manly. (laughs) So vain, I know. But this is what I told myself. So I did all the sports except soccer. I got very good grades and I did what I was supposed to do even when I didn't want to because it made my parents proud. And to me, that was love. And now as I've had three of my own children and learned that they need very different things from me, I've also had to unlearn giving conditional love and learn how to give unconditional love. It's something that I'm still learning to do. And it hasn't been a walk in the park, I'll tell you. But it's been totally worth it. So let's talk about exploring and cultivating your enoughness. But let's start with some facts. Number one, you were born innately worthy. Babies are just born and they are loved from the moment they arrive in this world. Even though they're screaming their heads off, we're all like, "Oh, so cute. Right? They don't have to do anything. They don't have to perform They don't have to smile. We just love them. The thing that becomes as they grow, people begin to put their own thoughts and beliefs on the baby. So depending on the environment, depending on the conditioning, that baby starts to figure out, okay, this is what I need to do to feel that I'm enough. So whether there's support, whether there's emotional safety, whether there's social, financial health safety, is there systemic oppression? What about diet culture, patriarchy, and white supremacy? And if you're a woman, you know how these systems impact you. And then depending on your race, depending on so many factors, your body size, the level at which these impact you will be different for everyone. So when you think about how all these factors intersect, not feeling enough is normal for so many of us. It's no wonder we feel like we can never measure up And it makes total sense because we keep doing the positive affirmations. We keep doing the things that we're told to do. And yet the core belief that we're not enough still exists, which is where I always tell my clients we end up hustling for our worth because we think if I work hard enough, if I just prove myself hard enough, then I will feel enough. But that's not going to work, my friend. Cultivating enoughness is about going inward to assess where these past events, the trauma, the social conditioning, the systemic oppression, where have these events left stories about who you are and what you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to have. Because when we get back to those stories, that's where we see the room for our healing. So then our work becomes going back, flipping those messages, and then creating safety within ourselves. To cultivate that enoughness. And that's why I didn't title this podcast episode Finding Your Enoughness because there's nothing to find. It's like an apple tree that just gets planted from a seed. And even while it's growing, it's going to encounter changes in seasons, probably going to have some bugs coming and biting on the leaves and some animals gnawing on the bark and all the things. But it learns to evolve and thrive in spite of all of that. And it continues to grow towards becoming this big apple tree that it's meant to be and if it's growing on a farm or an orchard the farmer is probably going to trim some of its branches to help spur that growth. The farmer is going to tend to it and clean it up and make sure that it's healthy so that it gets to fulfill its purpose which is bear apple fruits. This is the same for us. Obviously you're not going to bear apple fruits (laughs) but whatever it is that you were meant to do in this world whether it be Being the best mom for your children, being a CEO, chasing after your dreams, opening a not-for-profit to support people, bringing clean water to communities, helping to fight systemic oppression. Whatever it is that you're feeling called to do, you got to cultivate your enoughness because there will be places, there will be rooms, there will be opportunities and people that will tell you that you're not enough. And if you let that shape how you show up in the world, if you let that shape your self-image, then you're really not going to do what you were created to do. I'm not trying to go in dark here, but I really just want to drive this point home because the world needs more women to be able to step up into their power and stop letting people-pleasing and perfectionism get in the way. These are not traits that you need to be cured from. These are superpowers that you can pull from and use that to spur you on to have the impact that you were created to have okay rant over (laughs) so how do we do this first of all you just want to start with awareness recognizing how your conditioning how your environment and upbringing may have contributed to you not feeling enough we've talked about this so then you want to think about what are your thoughts about feeling enough it's probably going to be shaped by your past so you might have a lot of i can't do that I don't deserve that. I must earn that, right? And all of these things bring feelings of inadequacy. They bring feelings of defeat, exhaustion. So you want to just start to notice when these happen and then bring mindfulness and compassion and grace. Don't get into that space where you're feeling bad and telling yourself that you shouldn't feel that way. It makes total sense that you feel that way and that's okay. It's not a problem. You then get to figure out what do you need in that moment, which is my second point, which is acceptance. Now, acceptance allows you to create space for these behaviors, for these ways of thinking. You become curious without judgment, and then this requires your vulnerability. You want to be able to see all of you, the good, the bad, all of it, and still show up in love. I was telling my client the other day when she went somewhere, she's in a new city, and she had this intense feeling where it brought her to a memory of when she was 12 and in a new school where she knew nobody and she was just really nervous and anxious about feeling accepted and this feeling was happening in the present and she said well i just told myself there's no reason to feel that way and i was like why your body was communicating with you and you just gaslit your body you just dismissed it what do you think you needed in that moment because sometimes we think, well, if if I've done my healing work, which by the way, you never get healed. It's just a journey that keeps going. There's no final destination because you're still evolving and life is changing all around you. So with this client, I was like, okay, fine. So what do you think you needed in that moment? And for her, it was just the assurance that it's safe, that she was okay. And then I started asking, okay, so then what are the positives For just being in this new place, not knowing anybody and trying to just figure out yourself out. And then she started focusing on the positives. She took this chance all by herself. She's meeting people. She's getting to know different cultures. And that's what was making her really excited. I'm like, yes, it's not about ignoring ourselves, right? The parts of us that we don't really like. It's like you're going to go to a fancy restaurant. You take all of you with you, baby. Just because you tend to have a brain that thinks negatively most of the time or you think you're a people pleaser or whatever it is that you don't like about yourself, it doesn't mean you abandon that part of you. You just pick all of you (laughs) and live your life. But the problem then becomes a lot of us want to resist and that's why it feels so heavy. But when you learn to accept, eventually those parts of you that feel uncomfortable, that you maybe are less proud of, they don't feel so heavy because they're being seen. And you learn to accept them with compassion and love. This does not stop you from doing the work that you still want to do to grow. So build your awareness and acceptance. And then just think about your future self. How do you want to feel? How do you want to think and act? Are there ways that you can normalize that right now? What could your day-to-day look like? Again, this is where the inner work comes. Because you're going to go inwards and focus on what is it that is important to you. And you must be willing to let go of behaviors like comparison. If you choose to play the comparison game where you're like, well, it took that person this long and that's what that person is doing, then be ready to accept the consequences of comparison, which is probably going to put you down that spiral of feeling negative all the time. So rather than thinking about other people, focus on you and think about what it would look like for you to show up in a tiny way as your future self every day. Very simple. And then finally, you just want to embody and celebrate. You want to take the opportunity to mark every experience with an embodiment practice. And I'm not talking about five minutes of whatever. No. Can you dance? Can you sing? Can you paint? I have this one client that was working to get a new job. And every time she had an interview, she would go out and get a pink drink from Starbucks to celebrate. This made her feel good and her body was really embodying that process, that moment of feeling good. Didn't matter what the outcome of the interview was, just the fact that she stepped out of her comfort zone to apply for a job after five years of thinking about it. That celebration was part of telling herself, you know what, you are enough. So do something for your body to play a part in that experience And then it becomes a part of you. The more you do the work, the more you feel good, the more you let your body experience it, the better it sticks to you like glue. Cultivating your enoughness is a conscious decision. It requires growth. It requires devotion. It requires commitment. You must be devoted to believing that you're enough. And I love word devoted because it means giving over or directing your time your effort your money your resources you're compelled to this goal and you're attached to cultivating and believing that you're enough devotion sometimes feels like reckless abandonment it feels like yeah i'll be in it no matter what and it'll be messy but i'm still gonna show up it's unconditional So my question for you today is where are you right now in your relationship with enoughness? What do you think about yourself when you think about being enough? If it's not great, what can you do to change that and start creating and normalizing enoughness in your life? What could that look like day to day? Just a very simple act and do that. That's the work, my friends. It is very worth it. I hope you have a beautiful week. Remember that you're ready enough. Talk to you next week. And until then, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.